Hello, everyone, and welcome to another live episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So, I hope you are enjoying our live podcast so far this week. We have new and exciting breakfast cereals. We sure do. Yeah. So again, thanks for joining in. So before we get into trying everything, Lena's going to get into some history of some shreddies. So let's let's give it a listen. Nope. We are starting with the history of cereal. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the first cereal was actually granola which was invented by Dr. James Caleb Jackson at his sanitarium or health spa back in 1863. Now, you notice I didn't say granola because that wasn't invented until a couple of years later by John Kellogg. Um, Okay. He had to change... Well, he had granola as well. He had to change the name because of legal issues. So this cereal differed from existing cereal, which was mostly muesli because it was sweetened and baked muesli not big neither of those things (laughs) now i know there's a lot of history a lot of interesting things on john kellogg and james caleb jackson so you should i didn't go into all that history but you should look it up if you're interested there's a lot of things so now it was around and whatever back in the late 1800s and it kind of wasn't as popular but it made a resurgence back in 1969 when a hippie named wavy gravy of course <laughs> of course suggested that it was a good way to few fu- to feed the huge amount of people at woodstock nice and then yeah i mean i guess that's why we associate it with hippies i wonder if they did feed a huge amount of hippies i think they did okay uh, i'm not yeah and that's why it became popular like uh, again okay. so yeah that's the history and now we will get, we'll taking break from our sponsor so we are going to show a picture of melvin on the podcast here he is the new official sponsor of the uh, mess hall podcast but more importantly he's the official pig of the alberta podcast network powered by atb financial which we're a proud partner of and this episode of the mess hall podcast is brought to you by northwest fest canada's longest running non-fiction film festival Northwest Fest can't happen in a movie theater this year, so the show must go on, and it will. From May 8th, which is a couple days ago, so from now until May 17th, Alberta residents can stream a selection of outstanding documentary films from their home through a, through Northwest Fest. So some of the movies that really intrigued me from the list, there's, there's a whole bunch of them, but I, I picked out two of my f- ones that I would want to check out. And the first one is Bee Nation, which tells the story of six students competing in Canada's first spelling bee for First Nations. And then there's My Darling Vivian, a story of Johnny Cash's first wife and mother of his first four daughters. I, I think that's kind of cool. I think Johnny Cash is an interesting fellow. Um, I think if nobody ever heard of him, he's a music guy. He does some <laughs> stuff like that. Still making music? I don't know. It hurts to find out. (laughs) Yeah, see what I did there. One of his last songs, which is pretty awesome. It's a pretty cool video. I watched a whole documentary on that video a couple weeks ago, so that's why it really intrigues me. And I guess I should get back to the ad, but all these films are geolocked for viewing in Alberta only, so you have to live here to see them. And buy your tickets today at northwestfest.ca. 
And just a reminder, the festival ends on May 17th. So don't delay. Again, northwestfest.ca. Get your tickets now. So we're going to move on. We talked about granola. Now we have shreddies and granola. Yes. Which is a new flavor. We have brown brown sugar flavor, shreddies and granola. So I didn't know this till today, but shreddies is Canadian. Made in Niagara Falls since 1939. Interesting. Um, but it was first called Cubs till 1941. Mm. Don't know why. <laughs> Just <laughs> Cubs. Don't know why they changed it. Now, their ads have changed over the years. In the 50s and 60s, they had warships and planes okay, in their ads. Okay, yeah, yeah. The 60s and 70s, they had Disney icons such as Herbie, the, yeah. <laughs> the love bug. <laughs> I, I, we're, I was looking all through the Disney movies last night on Disney Plus and... I saw some Herbie movies there, so I was wondering if Russell would like to watch those. So I'm going to interest and curious. And in the 80s is when the jingle, good, good, holy treadies. Which still sticks around here. Which which Avery was singing as we were kind of preparing for this. Um, And then in 2008, the tongue-in-cheek diamond shreddies ads made their way <laughs> yeah i remember those is it square or is it diamonds yeah so um and in the uk they had tom and jerry which is just kind of fun so they were <laughs> sorry so shreddies were sold to post in 1993 whose parent company became craft general foods in 1995 okay so, nice yeah so let's try the first canadian cereal well, not the first Canadian, yeah. but the first cereal. So this Canada. is their new shreddies, granola and... Yeah, it just looks like someone threw granola into shreddies. That's all right. They're, they're pretty good. They have a nice sweetness to them. It was that hard to... get sugar is nice. Yeah, it was hard to get the granola. There wasn't a ton of granola, so I had to pick through the box to get it. Was it at the bottom of the box? Did no. Did you notice? No. I was trying to see if... Um, if the shreddies itself was different and had the brown yeah. sugar, or if the granola was what was had, had the brown sugar, but I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. So I need to try mine with milk because that's what we do, right? Who drink? Well, sometimes I eat dry cereal. I'm gonna trust Avery not to spill milk everywhere, but luckily you can't see me on these boxes. And I know this is a crunchy thing. Sorry, guys. What do you think, Gabe? It's good. <coughs> Until I joked on it. Yeah, it has a nice sweetness. I wish there was yeah. more granola. There wasn't a lot in our bowl, and you said you had to pick it out. So I'm just I'm just intrigued. Oh, because it's all on the back near the oh, bottom, okay, which okay. is pretty disappointing. I don't yeah. shake my cereal box before I eat it because that will break all your cereal. But I might have to for this. <clears throat> yeah, so now we'll move on. So... Post big company shreddies. We're going to move on to General Mills. Yeah. Which has been around since 1856. I won't regale you with our whole whole history. But now they make everything from... They're in charge of everything from Play-Doh to Red Lobster and Olive Garden, Eddie Bauer, Pillsbury, and cereals. And in 2004, they switched all their cereals to Whole Grain. Oh, okay. Um, and they sponsored the Rocky and His Friends TV show in 1959. <laughs> um, Is it in Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. So that's our tie-in. Our next one, is, our next cereal is Cheerio- Cheerios, who also, who had Bullwinkle in their ads in, ni- in the 60s. Oh, okay. So that's kind of why I talked about that, to make that segue, and then I didn't make it smooth by nice. talking about it. <laughs> um, and then there were peanut characters in the 80s. In the mid-80s. And then the first athlete on a box of Cheerios 
was the Olympic gymnast Sean Johnson back in 2009. Ah, Sean John. Did, do you know him? No. Okay, I didn't think you know a gymnast, <laughs> but uh, you know a lot about sports. So Cheerios have actually been around since May 1st, 1941. They were called Cherry Oats till 1945. Now, I always thought that Cherry O's was a play on the O shape, but when I did reading into Cheerios, they actually call it a solid torus shape, which is a, yeah, okay, you want to tell me what that means? Which is a math term, and I'm going to quote Wikipedia directly, that is a topological space formed by sweeping a disc around a circle. Oh, okay. So now, an o. now it rings a bell. Oh, it's an O. I don't know. It's an o. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and sales are actually up since March because people want comfort food. So Cheerio sales oh, are okay, up. Okay, yeah, makes um, sense. I heard taco kits, uh, canned soup, kind of the same thing. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Now the first variation, which I thought was Honey Nut Cheerio, what? isn't that was in 1979 but was a cinnamon nut cheerio back in 1976 okay which nice. sounds really good Cher- cinnamon nut sounds better i think than honey nut yeah i like honey but yeah i like cinnamon so the kind we have is blueberry cheerios which i've yeah. seen around the last couple of months but we didn't get yeah so a new one so shall yeah. we get into this nope we shouldn't okay <laughs> so <laughs> Um, I was surprised to see it actually has pureed blueberry in it and not blueberry flavor. flavor. Yeah. But so uh, we're going to talk a tiny bit about blueberries because I want to. Okay. So blueberries are only from North America. Europe didn't get blueberries till they started being cultivated. Well, they didn't get them till 1930s. They were first cultivated at the turn of the century, like nine or in 1900s in New Jersey. So there's a difference is low bush, which is wild and small blueberries, and high bush, which are cultivated and larger. So do you know what is the blueberry capital of the world? Oxford. No, I thought so too. It's Hamington, New Jersey. Oxford is actually the wild blueberry capital of Canada. Oh, that's uh, disappointing. I don't know if Hamington has a big blueberry in their town, though, so it's probably not as good. (laughs) (laughs) And now we will get into it. Nice. (laughs) Now blueberry. They look fake blue. Like, they don't look fake blue. They look like they have blueberry on. Oh, you already put... Like, did you try it already without... No. You want some dry? No. (laughs) Because I want to see if the milk would turn into blueberry. Oh, but I I feel... Oh, no, it looks kind of grayish in yours. Like... But it wouldn't be blue because it's not fake. I don't think, is there? It turned kind of purplish. Yeah, because naturally flavored, made with real. I'm just seeing if there's any color in it. No, I don't think. It doesn't look like it. Those shreddies do not hold up, though. Mm -hmm. They got really soggy. Yeah. I often put blueberries in my Cheerios. Nice. and, And it reminded me of that. I can't believe you didn't talk about the best Cheerio moment ever, though. And that was from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Kind of forget. Aren't they in a like swimming in a bowl of Cheerios? Yes. They get sweeped up or swept up with Cheerios. Great movie moment. And you missed it. You just missed it. Sorry. So, what do you think? I really like them. Yeah, they were good. I could see myself enjoying a bowl of blueberry Cheerios. Like I said, I add blueberries to my Cheerios. And this was kind of a natural flavor, which kind of surprised me. Okay. It didn't smell overly real. But 
Yeah. Yeah, I really like those, and I'm I don't eat tons of Cheerios really. <laughs> so yeah. let's get into the next item. All right. So also made by um, General Mills are Hershey's Kisses cereal. Um, I meant to see if it was whole grain, but. <laughs> Um, which was released the end of last year. I couldn't find really a release date, but I didn't yeah. see. I saw some reviews, nothing like up like in December and later. So, kisses have. Re- so there's not a lot of information. It's <laughs> um, they've been around since 1907. Kisses, not <laughs> not the cereal. Um, they were first wrapped by hand until 1921 when it became automated, and they started adding the little flag, which is kisses, yeah. and the name of that flag. It's called a Niggly Wiggly, <laughs> and it is worth all my research to find that out. Um, and then in 1976, oh, then they started adding the flag because there were copycats, so people could tell Hershey's Kisses from copycats. And in 1976, the foil wrapper was trademarked. Oh, interesting. But ni- we're going to go back to 1942, where there was a ration on foil during the war so the factory actually started making chocolate to send to soldiers as a little morale boost and to provide okay energy. nice um and now now they come in a bunch of foils different flavors including new york cheesecake candy corn green tea and now cereal nice the shape looks kind of funny <laughs> I, I, w- I went right into it you can yeah they sort of look like cereal candy kisses so but kind of like emoji poop (laughs) dry yeah pretty good your milk is very chocolatey yeah they were good if you're looking for a chocolatey cereal pick me up first thing in the morning definitely a good choice the the milk really came through like it's almost like a chocolate cereal milk yeah it's fun yeah it was fun it was good i haven't had cocoa puffs but i like for a long time but i remember them kind of tasting like this um I was just looking how, like, is this whole grain? And it's whole grain corn. And oh. I wonder if you could get non-whole grain corn. Does anyone know that? No idea. Um, but these, not yet. <laughs> he, he knows what's coming up. But yeah, it was really so, good. So yeah, I thought it was fun. And thanks everybody for the shout, shout outs online here so far. So Sean, Vernon, yeah, they were yummy. I know Vernon can only cook cereal and he probably burns that. So That's I, I a understand. lie. I've seen him cook pasta. <laughs> Um, hey, Roger. Hey, Lisa. Thanks for joining in. Hey, guys. You were wondering if your son would like them. Roger just asked. Of he course would. he would. What, he lo- what kind of kid doesn't like a chocolate sugary cereal first thing? I'm actually kind of intrigued how much sugar. <laughs> I, I'm mom. I always look at this. And, and the milk oh, did. not that much. Oh. The milk did come out like very chocolatey, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that the Shreddies with granola has more sugar. <laughs> oddly enough well not odd i'm not surprised by that but this has less fiber but i always look at this stuff and i'm a killjoy i know but yeah actually it yeah and, and a granola, good evening to you too derek <laughs> granola is kind of touted as a health food but it's very sugary <laughs> and your grandmother says hi russell hi <laughs> yeah, he gave his teen hi <laughs> yeah so what do you think i thought they were good i thought the granola was really good but I really thought the blueberry Cheerios was the best out of all three. Yep, for sure. Um, especially with the milk, the milk flavor, like the blueberryness seeped into the milk, which was very nice. So that was kind of good. I enjoyed that part of it. So yeah, the blueberry was my favorite too because it was more. As an adult who eats kind of healthier or tries to eat healthier, 
you don't get a lot of flavors. Yeah, yeah. But this was nice blueberry flavor, and it was more of a, yeah, an, an adult flavor, I guess you would say. I mean, I think kids would like it too, but... Yeah. Yeah, so I think the blueberry Cheerios, the winner. N- yeah. None were bad, though. No. So now we'll put up Melvin. Melvin, the podcast network mascot, mascot is back, so we're going to bring you another ad from our sponsors. So with Pod Power, ATB is making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, we're giving a Pod Power shout out to A Tale of Two Weeklies. A Tale of Two Weeklies is a documentary podcast series that <laughs> digs into the rise and fall of Edmonton's C Magazine and View Weekly, two all weeklies engaged in a newspaper war that neither survived. Quarantine has hit hard here this week. <laughs> you can find A Tale of Two Weeklies wherever podcasts are cast or visit taleoftwoweeklies.com. Awesome. So we're going to take Melvin back because we got something exciting here. And I know we did something Screw similar. this cereal. We have something fun. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we did an unboxing of a whole bunch of Mexican treats. So we're going to do something similar here again. Because we're going to do a podcast. It has nothing to do with any days coming up. But we have... Until I do research um, and find a Turkish snacks. So... Yeah, I don't know except for if I've ever had Turkish treats, except for Turkish delight. But let's see what Turkish treats are all about. Oh, this is jam-packed. We didn't look in here. I'm glad it came in a huge Amazon box. Oh, he's dropping some. That is nicely packed, eh? It's not just thrown in. It's thoughtfully thrown in. The Cheerios without the milk were good because they had a nice blueberry flavor. Uh, Sorry to go back, but it was just asked. So It was. Yeah, it was good. Um, I know a lot of babies eat Cheerios because it's so soft and harder to choke. I think that they'd enjoy this. It would give them a different variation. Oh, these both look the same. Well, they're made by the same company. At Puff Oh, I'm going to take them up. Okay. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the cool stuff. There's pizza treats. There's these straw things. A couple cookies with chocolate sprinkles on them that look the same. This looks like a Malamo bar because it's a chocolate. It's called Cocoa Star. So I'm assuming it's like chocolate and cocoa nut. There's like chocolate straws. Oh, hazelnut. That. You, mean you can't read the Turkish? No, I should have brushed up. Ooh, this looks really good. It looks like a brownie chocolate bar. Just some crackers, which might be good. More chocolate, like a chocolate wafer kind of thing. It looks like a lot of the same company stuff, though. Well, that makes sense. Maybe there's not a lot. And this is a strawberry something. So we have a whole bunch of awesome treats. So I'm pretty, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm super, I'm super, super excited. I can't even talk. I just licked my microphone. I'm excited. <laughs> this thing, yeah, we'll, uh. We're not sure our plan, how we're going to divvy this up. We have to have a look first, but I'm thinking it might be our fa- some of this stuff anyway on Facebook Live next week. Yeah, so we'll we got this. some exciting podcasts yeah. coming up. We got this. I don't know if this is going to be a live podcast or not, but we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we're doing some, I guess, I'm calling it lunchtime snacks, like yeah. wagon wheels, Vachon uh, cakes, stuff yeah. like that. I called it pastries growing yeah. up. I don't know. So we have that coming up. We have um, meatless meat. Yeah, vegan meat. Yeah, vegan meat. So we got some of that coming up. 
chewy chocolate bars from the states. Yep, we might have some granola bars. Um, yeah, Pop-tarts. I bought them a while ago just to eat, <laughs> and now I'm really craving granola bars, so it might not make it to the podcast. We'll see. So if you wanna, if anybody has ideas on what we should try, make sure you leave it in the comments, and we'll try to get around to it if we get to the grocery store. But yeah, it was fun trying all these new cereals. And I'm really looking forward to all the Turkish treats that we have. It should be fun. Um, Not to take away from all the fun cereal we had today, though. Yeah. I found some new cereals I can't wait to have in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. So, again, everybody, thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. We really enjoy doing this. Yeah, thanks, So it's great to have you on and great to see everybody's comments and who's been joining us. So if you want more information, check out the podcast website messhallpodcast.com anything you want to add lena no that's good about it. keep it that way <laughs> um i'll see you guys all next monday thanks for joining in Bye, guys.